Hello and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a Seventh Heaven podcast. We are your co-hosts, Lady J. And T. How are you, T? Uh, sleepy. Aww. With this rain, I want to hibernate. I get that. How are you? I'm okay. You're okay? Yeah. Just I'm okay? not sleepy. Oh. <laughs> but I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um... Which doesn't bode well for this episode, does it? That we're both like low well, energy. Okay. Well, first, I have to say something funny. Okay. So, to our lovely listeners, you can enjoy this. I hope you do. I don't know. Sure. So, Lady J texted me. Uh, okay. Oh, Her, oh, this is the story you're yeah, going to yeah. tell? Okay. So, Lady J texted me saying, what did you say? My poor ears or something? Said, or my ears I said, are bleeding? I said, oh my God, why is this happening? It's an assault on my ears. Yeah. <laughs> and at that moment... I was so I was at a food show and I was putting out fires. I was getting emails and then I was getting calls and I had to change a few things around because I'm putting out fires and I'm thinking worst case scenario. I'm thinking, oh, my God, our audio fucked up. We have to record. (laughs) And this poor girl is like, what is happening? I jumped 10 paces. That never even happened. No, it's not. I mean, it's kind of like your fault, but like also like. I, why did I text you? You know what I mean? Because like, I, I made it clear it was about 1014, which is this episode. Yeah. And that's something that we haven't recorded yet. And in my head, I'm thinking 1014. Like, I don't know what numbers <laughs> yeah. we're on, but it was so funny because once I realized that, I'm like, she's probably warning me because it's a musical, isn't it? <laughs> like, you know, like, I really, I was like, that, like, it hit later and I'm like, I should never have a phone. And I just stopped responding because I yeah. was like, whatever, man, yeah. she'll get it when she gets it. <laughs> <laughs> it was i couldn't stop laughing after all of that and i said hold on let me let me see let me see what she's talking about so i read the title i said oh yeah for sure it's a musical and then i just like you know you take that that um that little bar that you just like moving it oh from. yeah yeah yeah. so i moved it i didn't even watch the episode i was just skimming through it and i stopped somewhere and i hear music i was like oh yeah for sure no but the part that made me like throw my pen down and i had to pause and leave the room for an hour and a half is the minute rose opened her goddamn fucking mouth <laughs> what do you mean she seems like an angel She's, i don't care it's like a, it's a bird it was a fucking assault on <laughs> my ears like she didn't even have to start like she just opened her mouth and i was like assault yeah. turn it off yeah. Pause. Like, there, there were there were a few where i was like which one is she commenting on oh now my god uh, <laughs> just all of it just all of it i'm just this episode throw away just it's the garbage just put it just copy and paste in the recycle bin empty recycle bin immediately like i'm so done with this episode yeah uh yeah and i still don't understand the buildup of conversation about music with the students because it doesn't go anywhere well yeah it's really it's basically they got they got what's his name feinstein who's the real he's playing himself basically and they got him so they were like oh let's have him sit at the piano and teach us history lessons about music yeah like and i love how like everybody just knows gershwin yeah like like lucy like literally walks into her room and she's like gershwin huh like yeah what no what are you talking about like it's johnny mathis first of all like like what like you, you don't you don't listen to a johnny mathis song and go oh i love this gershwin song yeah like, come on i know like what universe is the snow globe becomes crazier and crazier the more we talk about it man i think now i'm actually enjoying the crazy of the of the globe of i the know globe. i mean you kind of have to otherwise you're gonna shoot yourself in the face yeah. thinking about it you're gonna bird box yourself no. if you think about it too hard <laughs> oh wait have you seen it yeah okay good yeah we talked about it yeah yeah. okay we won't give you guys spoilers no 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 we won't we've already talked about it i think on this podcast Uh, sorry (laughs) i think i think it's hard to know what where the mics are and aren't anymore (laughs) (laughs) i literally was having this conversation because um so spoiler alert i do another podcast with someone that isn't t um but you guys should listen to it because t was on an episode of that podcast on an episode. It's, it's called Up Shits Creek. It's about Shits Creek. Um, Best show ever, including the podcast. It's, <laughs> thank you. Um, 
and anyway, point being like, we were talking about something that happened the other day, me and um, the Duke with whom I host that podcast. Mm-hmm. And we were talking and I, and I literally had this thought where I was like, I wish we were just like, always recording so that so that my thoughts could just be like you know kept yeah like uh, for all time <laughs> like so that is that i wouldn't have to like think something and go save it for the podcast yeah yeah, yeah exactly save it <laughs> it's always saving like it. like just i don't know I, I it doesn't really matter what the specific was at that time anyway but like it was just one of those like it's one of those things where it's like i don't know the line anymore between yeah. when i'm just having a conversation with my friend t or yeah. when we're doing it for the podcast I like know. i don't know the difference i know um, it's the same yeah so um yeah so this fucking snow globe is fucking crazy yeah this is episode ten fourteen, titled the magic of gershwin Okay. Which you have to do with this hand yeah, motion yeah, yeah, that I'm yeah, doing. Definitely. Every time you say it, yeah. you have to do the the more you know star motion. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly that. Um and so the Amazon Prime spoilie is Ruthie struggles to get over Martin, which yeah, that's pretty much the crux of this episode. You um, know, it's crazy to me that we're going to go into Ruthie getting over I Martin. Know. Only because I, I thought the poor girl was struggling with that from the first episode. Like we know she's well, talking about now it. She but now she has to like get over, over it. it. And like I now know. she's facing a world where and from what Simon keeps fucking opening his fat mouth and telling her like like you know there might like she might have been holding out hope this whole time but the yeah. minute now that we now that this baby has come and like yeah the proof is in the pudding like he is invested he's there he's spending a lot more time with sandy and this baby and yeah. stuff like ruthie's seeing the writing on the wall and realizing like she she has to try to get over him yeah and it's breaking her heart and i gotta say maggie hamilton who by the way is i feel like is one of the names of the hamilton children like right like isn't it like isn't there a maggie in the hamilton family isn't there right i don't know maybe no patty patty's the mom right patricia okay yeah they don't have a maggie in their family Mm. never mind okay whatever but this maggie hamilton girl yeah she's like a really good friend yeah she is She's her heart is so warm and mm-hmm. kind and yeah. big and open. Like yeah. she, I really appreciated her in yeah. this episode. Yeah, like because she didn't belittle Ruthie's feelings. Yeah, she you said know? pain is pain. Like she was, she, she, she was able to like help, or I don't know, like she was able to like break through what you might argue is like okay get over it already Ruthie. Yeah. And and just recognize that this is like real pain for her mm-hmm. and she's going through something. Yeah. And it deserves to be nur- not nurtured, you know what I mean? Like like seen yeah. and and cared about yeah. and tried to help get over, you mm-hmm. know? Um I don't I was really impressed by her. I wonder yeah. if we're going to see her again. It'd be nice to. It might be, right? Yeah, I would like to see Meredith again. Right. We haven't seen Meredith. I was, I was surprised they really even mentioned her in that way. Mm-hmm. That apparently she's been crying a lot too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I guess I hadn't thought about her in a minute because we yeah. haven't seen her, you know, and we've been so focused on Ruthie for the exactly. last like four or five episodes. But yeah, I mean, Meredith's just as heartbroken as anyone. Yeah. You know, damn. Yeah, man. I don't know. Damn. So whatever. Ruthie's in detention. By the end of the week, there's like 50 fucking kids in detention. All of them want us to do bad things so they can listen to Mr. Feinstein. <laughs> um, and I don't know. It For a minute, I kind of thought like this was going to be the whole episode. Like I thought the whole episode was just going to be like a series of like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of like the kids learning like something in Feinstein's detention study yeah. hall or whatever. Um, but then that was just like the first act of the, sh- of the episode. Yeah. Like there's like the first third of that episode. And then the rest of it is really just like BA <laughs> business as usual, like, um, you know, just like day to day snow globe shit mm-hmm. with Ruthie, like dealing with her heartache. And then, the like old classic thing of like Eric and Lucy just got to help somebody, you know, yeah, yeah. like, um, 
which in this case is Maggie and her family who we we find out are homeless. Yeah. And um, can't read. Yeah, apparently her parents can't read. Yeah. Which is sort of the like the big big secret that Ruthie's been keeping for Maggie mm-hmm. that she can't tell anyone. Yeah. Which for the sake of their homelessness is neither here nor there. Like yeah. like Lucy and ultimately Kevin are able to help their homelessness problem like mm-hmm. regardless of the fact that her parents can't read. Yeah. Um, I don't know what that was about. Like yeah. from a meta, per- like from like the writer's room perspective, like what was that about? You know? know? Yeah, exactly. Because it didn't lead to anything. It wasn't like a PSA for if you don't know how to read, here's the le- number. <laughs> you, like it wasn't that. So yeah. like what was that about? I don't know. But again, this is the world Brenda Hampton's crafted for us. So we're all just living in it, I guess. Um, It's a really weird episode like it's not good and it's weird <sighs> okay but like, I, I can't but say like, like why isn't it good right yeah like, like i can't say like it's a it's just a very weird recipe of an it's episode. just it's it's very disjointed yeah. it's very like a lot of things don't quite add up when you think about them too mm-hmm. hard like for example in the Friday detention right it's it's the last day of the week and yeah. feinstein's basically saying like I'm like, I'm done here. So like, don't, don't any of you try to get more into trouble so you can think you're going to come here next week kind of thing. Cause I won't be here or whatever. Yeah. And then this kid comes and knocks on the door and is like, the principal wants to see you. And everybody like starts freaking out about, Oh shit. Like, are you getting fired? And he's like, probably not like why would i be there letting me go at the end of the year anyway because they're yeah. cutting the music program so then you start thinking okay for as from the audience perspective right you start thinking oh shit is it going to be about that like is the whole episode going to be about like you know arts education and public schools yeah. and like funding that and why that's important and how it's really helped ruthie like it's really saved her soul a little bit this this week yeah having that that place to go every mm-hmm. day where she doesn't have to think about Martin and how much she's missing him and how much she loves him. And she gets to like pour her heart into yeah. having these like debate discussions with her classmates about, mm-hmm. you know, the quality of art and popularity and music and, yeah. you know, all this stuff, which we'll get into more later, I guess. But so you start thinking it might be that. And then, and then it's not because like immediately Feinstein's knocking on Eric's door and being like, Oh, I want to talk to Ruthie because I think she might know something about Maggie Hamilton. Yeah. That like she's in trouble. And then we find out that when he went to the principal's office, the principal was like, Oh yeah, what's the deal with Maggie Hamilton? Like figure it out. And my thought process is like, why him? Yeah. <laughs> like who's he in this equation? Like he's just he's he's a glorified substitute. Like yeah. he's not like he's not even like attached to her and like why like why would the principal go out of her way to go, "Hey Feinstein, let's talk about Maggie Hamilton." Yeah. <laughs> like what? It just doesn't make sense. Like, they didn't even try to connect the dots there. They were just like, whatever, man. Just just go with it, audience. Like, what? Yeah. Mm. It's just weird. I still don't know why they even brought Simon and Rose in this episode. To show us what's going on. To continue the conversation about their wedding. I I know, but... uh, Just everything. How else is Ruthie going to find out about Martin? Simon will tell her. That's right. That's that's exactly the Simon only connection. You get what I we mean? don't have yeah. Martin in this episode yeah. for some stupid reason. You know why? Because we don't have Haley Duff either. I feel like I feel like for whatever reason they didn't want to have the two of them. Mm. So th- so so what? So they did what you just said, which is we'll have Simon be the Martin and yeah. and Sandy surrogate mm-hmm. here, where. Con- like contrive a random like of all the times for Simon to call up Ruthie specifically and yeah. go you know about music right <laughs> like, <laughs> like what is happening it's so this this episode is like such a ridiculous yeah like fantasy <laughs> like what is happening <laughs> I think when I was done I said that was my episode <laughs> this is it <laughs> On to the next. <laughs> so so he calls her up to be like, okay, so I need your help to like pick the perfect song that we could have as our first dance because Rose wants to build the wedding around it, which, yeah, because that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, who themes their wedding around the dance they're going to dance to? Write us in. <laughs> yeah, really. 
I mean, listen, if anyone's done that, more power to you. It's just a little crazy, okay? Um, so so, she, so they're talking, and of course, because Lucy's got Gershwin on the mind, she's like, oh, yeah, timeless, like Gershwin. And he's like, yeah, yeah, Gershwin, totally. Like, what do you know from Gershwin? You're calling Ruthie to ask about music. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you know Gershwin? Yeah, apparently this family knows all that song, all this music. It's, I, I know, think it's, Eric, they, Eric for sure played it when they were babies. Well, but then Annie's the one that's playing it on the piano. Oh, yeah, she is. Dude, I'm sorry, but she can't sing. <laughs> like... Oof, my goof. Like, it was just so loud. And you're just like, like, like her volume is trying to cover for the fact that she can't quite hit mm-hmm. certain notes, you know? Yeah. Like, it was a little awkward. Um, this show is good at that. <laughs> yeah. At awkward? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Ruthie's like, oh, yeah. How, like, no, no. And then Simon's like, okay, now very co- slowly and one at a time list every single Gershwin song you know <laughs> like what is this like it doesn't even what nobody nobody he's like really cl- like now real slowly list every he's, these are verbatim the words he says okay mm-hmm. and so she starts listing a bunch of songs and like and then she's not slowly listing them so he's all hold on hold on too fast go back what did you say what was that last one like Oh my god, it's what is happening right now. But her suggestion was perfect. Oh yeah. I want you to take your best shot. Think about Rose and me. What's the first song that comes to mind? Let's call the whole thing off. <laughs> Good girl. Great. Yeah, I know. I love that the Camdens now are just like blatantly like, yeah, we don't like this girl and we don't want you to marry her. Yeah. <laughs> like Lucy has said it. Now now, now Ruthie's saying it. Like they're just like we're just like and, letting it all hang out now. And Eric hasn't well, not I don't know, has Eric said anything or is it well, in so many ways he's shown kind that he's of, not a fan of her? There was that one moment right where Rose, I mean, where Simon was like, I have bad news. Oh. And Eric thought that he was going to tell them that he broke up with her. Yeah. And so he kind of like anticipates it. Like he comes home, right? And he's, yeah. he's like, I have bad news. And they're like, well, you know, it's okay. It wasn't meant to be, yeah. you know? And he's like, wait, what are you talking about? Like, um, so yeah, anyway. So then, so then because Feinstein's like on the case or whatever and like yeah. trying to figure out what's going on with um, Maggie with Maggie um, Eric obviously gets involved but meanwhile Lucy like bumps into her at the convenience store yeah. um, and like they do that hilarious thing where like her bags contents fall all over the yeah. floor and Maggie's just like I gotta go I gotta go and Lucy's like that's weird and then the convenience store guys like she do du- she duped me or whatever yeah. or she's or she says she hustled, hustled me which okay um basically like stole money from him essentially and um lucy covers it but then now she's on the case or whatever so she and eric and feinstein all converge on ruthie to be like what do you know tell us everything because that's what they do and ruthie's like can't tell you won't tell you till i'm told i can tell you sorry not sorry bye-bye yeah which she's always in these positions like this is like the third time this has happened to her yeah where somebody tells her something that she doesn't feel comfortable like telling to people that can do something about it because it's a secret or whatever but really it's just gonna help them if she tells them and it's a whole thing but anyway that poor maggie she didn't know what she got into when three camdens decide to get involved okay i don't even care about that because we need to listen to Maggie singing Summertime. <laughs> like, okay, one thing you need to know about me, listeners, this is actually one of my favorite songs of all time. Mm-hmm. I've I've heard almost every version of it imaginable, including having seen it in Porgy and Bess on stage. Mm-hmm. And I love this song. I've, I've never met a version or a rendition of Summertime that I didn't like. And I didn't know it was possible to not uh, like this song until fucking goddamn Maggie Hamilton opened her goddamn <laughs> fucking mouth. Summertime <laughs> and the living is easy. Fear 
when the curtain is high. Your dad is rich. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We have to listen to the final notes too, because I had to cut around the dialogue. But this final moment, oof. becomes a theremin <laughs> like i love seventh heaven oh, i'm sorry <laughs> like i i shouldn't i mean i shouldn't talk it's not like i have the voice of an angel or anything but like if somebody just can't sing like why are we making them sing like I, it's an assault truly this show does this a lot they make it's everybody so turn bad. into a singer i don't know why and she's like busking. And then we find out that like she's made a pretty fucking penny singing on the street doing that song. Yeah. She's like counting like like several dollar bills yeah. that she's accumulated from people. Like she is literally like people are eating on the promenade. Like like they are like she is as far away as I am from you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like they're we're sitting across the table from each other, listeners. Like that's how close she is to people eating, singing at the top of her fucking lungs like that. Like, geez, Louise. Yeah, I can't imagine anybody being okay with that. But get the fuck out. God, and then I mean I'm sorry, but like the random ad libs she threw into it, like like the notes that are coming out of her, like what is happening? It's not even like like what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah and I then know. That, that, and then that one moment where it's like, <sighs> like what? what? <laughs> like, oh my god! Oh my god! I wish there was a camera just, on you right now so everybody just, could see this. Oh, it's just a nightmare. It is. Yeah, it's bad. And then and then you got and then you get a shot like while while she's singing, Eric and Lucy and Feinstein are all trying to like fight over who's gonna go up and talk to her and like yeah. help her out or whatever. And we should talk about too. Like it's interesting that Eric is wrong about her situation. Yeah, like he immediately jumps to the conclusion that she's a runaway. Yeah, and. It becomes very obvious that she's not a runaway, but that she's homeless. Yeah. And then, of course, we realize that she's homeless with her whole family. Like, her whole family is homeless. Um, So, Eric admits he was wrong. Lucy and Kevin end up being the ones. They, like, follow the bus she got on. Yeah to see where it ends like to see where the line ends or whatever Mm -hmm. and then they see like everybody get off the bus and they're just like shivering and like standing in the cold and stuff like presumably just like waiting for the next bus to roll around Mm -hmm. so they can be on it because like kevin rightfully makes the observation that like a lot of homeless people like just ride the bus all day because at least it's like somewhere warm warm they can be kind of thing and so he goes and gives them money for a hotel for a week mm-hmm. and then to give Lucy enough time to like place them in a shelter or something. Yeah. Although Maggie says that she's done the shelter thing and that it just wasn't safe and she didn't like it. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, like, I understand that the Camdens have a savior or the King Kirks at this in this way have a savior complex. But like, you know, I mean, yeah. it's not like they're incapable of getting themselves into a shelter, mm-hmm. you know, clearly they've done that route it and just, they yeah. didn't, it didn't work for them. So I don't know. It's a, it's a tricky thing, right? Like yeah. I don't want to be the one sitting here being like, go into a shelter. Homeless people like do the right thing for yourselves. Like, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't it's know. True. You know, um, it's true. We don't. And, and I feel like Brenda's statement is like is like oh they just don't know any or they don't they they can't fend for themselves so like we need to like save them you know i feel like that's kind of the message she's sending with this story kind of yeah i think so and like what like because they can't read they 
they're they're just perpetually going to be homeless because they can't get jobs because they can't read. So then, yeah, da, 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 like, I, like, like, I feel like the better so- if they if you wanted to wrap it up in a neat bow and you wanted to have a solution, right? Mm-hmm. The solution should have been I want to give them money for a hotel for a week. That'll give you enough time to figure out what kind of adult learning classes we can get these two in. Yeah. So, da, da, da. But then I'm as I'm saying that they don't know that they can't read because it's a secret. Ruthie won't tell. So. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, I don't see a solution in this one. And I, again, I'm glad that Brenda didn't really write one out. Well, we don't see it play out, but, yeah. th- but she wrote it though. The I solution know. is give them money, put them up in a shelter. Yeah. You know, we just don't see it playing out. Um, but we do get a fucking haunting rendition of Rose singing to simon the song that they end up like landing on so beautiful embrace me my sweet embraceable you embrace me you irreplaceable you just one look at you my heart grew tipsy i think i cut the whole thing (laughs) i don't know why and you alone bring out the gyp Seeing me, I love all the many charms about because I think because I wanted to highlight. There's a few Above times where she's clearly so flat, my arms like she can't quite you. do it. You know, don't be a naughty baby. Ugh. Come to me, come to me, do my sweet you uh, whatever I, all right simon you're so in love dude okay so then when ruthie or when he calls ruthie again to be like you're a genius that's the perfect song i love you whatever mind you i got to hold the baby and martin's awesome oh, and, da, da, da. but then poor ruthie has to like break down mm-hmm. uh, i didn't like seeing that I didn't like seeing her like I didn't mind the conversation she has with Eric when she's like slobbering like blubbering all over him which will play in a second but then in the kitchen when she finally like it's the next morning she slept on it she comes downstairs she seems to be like refreshed and rejuvenated and even Eric's like you look good like you good and she's Mm -hmm. like yeah you know like i'm okay i'm feeling better and then fucking simon opens his fat fucking mouth i know and like he he starts talking about the martin and the baby and the love it all and the whatever and she like loses it and she starts saying things like like i need i need detention i need gershwin yeah like music is gonna help me or whatever she's saying yeah basically it all kind of it's all a little like okay what yeah <laughs> like, she needs a fix and then and then we get that like what, what we can only assume is a fantasy sequence of feinstein and yeah. her alone in a black room, room. <laughs> and him and him like serenading her with the spotlight on like, him. It's so creepy. I know. He's like 50 years old and she's 12. And like, he's like serenading this like love song to her. Like, I mean, what? I, I'm really confused with this episode. It's really weird. I think the moment it was done, I was like, I'm glad it's over. Yeah, me you too. Know? Like, I didn't even want to dissect it. Nothing. It was just, Yeah. Just glad it's over. Me too. I do want to play the scene though with Iruthi talking to Eric because okay. right because it's 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 supposed to play for laughs, but again, it's yeah. just really sad. Like it's the middle of the night, no one's asleep, or rather, er- Annie and Eric aren't asleep, and then the twins come downstairs, yeah, and they're like, "What are you guys doing up?" They're like, "We want cake or whatever." And they're like, what are you guys doing up? And they're like, well, Ruthie woke us up because she was crying. <laughs> and I was just like, dude, they could hear her from all the way in the attic. Like, yeah. damn. And then they're like, okay, like, go to bed. And then Eric's like, well, since she's up, let me go talk to her. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like literally just like a blubbering mess on her bed. Like fetal position in the dark. Yeah. Like just not good. I thought I was going to be okay, but I'm not. I love him, and now he has a baby, and he loves the baby, and he loves her. 
It'll never be okay. Oh, you'll get through this, Ruthie. Maybe it doesn't look like it now, but you will. I don't want to get through it. I don't see how I'll ever love anyone as much as I love Martin. Careful, now. You don't want to break Lucy's crying record. Everything's broken. I just love him. What am I going to do, Dad? I'm sorry. I listened to it 15 million times. Mm-hmm. She doesn't say, what am I going to do? She says, what I'm going to do, Dad? <laughs> I swear to you, I don't. I don't have it like isolated, but she's. I'm, I've listened to it a billion times like, <laughs> when I was watching this, and the, no matter how I slice it, she's saying what I'm gonna do, Dad. <laughs> um, now I gotta watch it. <laughs> let me hear it on. Let me try. All right, all right, it. all right. Let me try to do it. What I'm gonna do, Dad? Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, dude. Okay, like a vindication. <laughs> um, not to make light of this plight, but okay, this is what I was going to talk or want to talk to you about. Like, have you ever felt like this? Have you ever been in her position? That heartbroken? Where you just, you just know, you don't know much, but you know that you love somebody and you just know it's never going to happen. Mm, no. I've never, I don't think I've ever been in that kind of position. Like I've, I've had crushes and I knew it wasn't going to happen. I know I've liked someone and I knew it wasn't going to happen, but not like this. Wow. I I, I almost envy you. Maybe I, I mean, I don't know that it's something to be envied, but like, I guess that's good (laughs) because like, I've definitely been in that position. Um, and it's just, it's awful. Like when when you can't you just can't see the light at the end of the tunnel man you just mm-hmm. can't like you cannot foresee the future where you'll be over it you know what i mean yeah like you just can't imagine that you can't fathom that yeah to ever be the case because you're just so in your feelings yeah you know i think i think it's because with Ruthie, there wasn't a real ending. I think, I don't know how to explain that. I don't know how to articulate that either. I Because for me, it's like when it ended, it ended with two people walking away. This one, she's stuck there. In, like she, Ruthie is. Yeah. You, you know, so I, it's... Yeah. Because she doesn't have she has she doesn't have that closure moment with him you're saying like I think so. I think that's definitely part of it and she's she's just so smitten. And I mean I get it. You know what it is too? I think you I think you actually hit the nail on the head like if he could just if he could be the one to come to her and tell her it's never going to happen. Yeah. I think it would be easier for her to get over it. Because I think what's happening now is like she's she knows it's never gonna happen but she doesn't know Mm, no yeah and so her heartbreak is like not just knowing it's never gonna happen but like the loss of ever no knowing it's ever gonna happen Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and like with every day that goes by that he spends time with sandy and Mm -hmm. like gets all like nestled into his little like familial bliss up there or whatever like with every day that that happens she gets further and further away from no knowing you know and like and i think that anxiety like is is like causing Mm -hmm. like the tears and the heartbreak and because all that it was a previous episode that the baby was born. Mm-hmm. So yeah, okay. Yeah, and she uh, she ostensibly like hasn't seen or heard from him since that. Yeah. Since they left the hospital that day. And she wanted to be there for him that day yeah. with the with the scout and coming they in. They even and have the conversation stuff. Annie and Eric even have that moment. Like it's a little sausage being made moment, it's just the two of them where they're like, "Did we do the right thing letting her go and get see this baby being yeah. born and stuff?" And Annie's right, I think. She says she says, "Yeah, we did." Cuz mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like she's she's gonna feel these feelings and she's gonna learn to get over them and she'll be fine like you know i i appreciated that it was like this little nugget of like 
lip service to the audience, if nothing yeah. else, of like, well, you guys did this because you let her come. And, you know, where it's like, <laughs> no, she should have been there. It's fine that she was there. It had yeah. nothing to do with anything. Mm-hmm. This She was going to feel this way regardless. It's true. You know what I mean? So the, the, her, her having to get over these feelings is just part of this new world order they're living in, in yeah. which Martin is a father and he's going to be devoted to this kid and yeah. possibly also to Sandy, you know? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, man. Did he decide um, to go up to, uh, for that scholarship? It's, I think the unspoken thing was like, basically, yeah. That's what he's going yeah. for. Because we never saw him explicitly accept it, but yeah. like the guy basically tells him like, I know about your situation. It's cool, bro. Like yeah. we got you kind of thing. And so that's when he comes running and he's like, I want to go see the baby or whatever. So I, we've, I, I got the sense right? from that, that like okay. he accept or at least he's going to do it, you know? Okay. Yeah, which would mean that he's closer, like, right, he's moving up north, he's closer to Sandy and the baby, all that shit, so. Mm. I don't know, I don't know. I'm beginning to feel more and more like it's not going to happen. Yeah, same here. Like, for her and Martin, um, well, it kind of breaks my heart, because I really, really was rooting for them. I know. <laughs> and listeners get that, obviously, but... Um, I don't know. But I guess that just opens the door, right, for someone else. Eventually. I'm Eventually. not saying it's going to happen in the next episode or anything like that. Could but you imagine? Ruby like, yeah. has a boyfriend. In the next episode, she's like, fine. She's like skipping down yeah. the halls. She decides to give Jack a second chance. Oh, God. <laughs> Barf all over me. That guy had a lot of episodes, if you think about it, for a guy that went nowhere. But he was only in like three. Okay, he but- was just mentioned in a lot of them. Yeah. But also like, for a potential of nothing. Right, 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 right. He was around. Well, because just like the kind of shit that they pulled with like, um, what's his name? There was that guy right before Peter. Remember? Mm-hmm. Guy before Peter. It was like, right. Exactly. Like, Jake. I think his name was Jake. Oh, the guy they that, kind of like yeah. teased him for a minute. And yeah. like, they even like had like a kiss or something. And then immediately it was all about Peter. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Oh, Peter. So they do that a lot where they just like, it's just, it's just filler. It's just like, we have 22 episodes to fill guys. Let's do yeah. something. You know, I don't know. Peter's so cute. I know. I miss him so much. I think we still have one more. Peter. One more Peter and Vic episode. But I don't know when it's coming. But Paris is done. We're never seeing Paris again. Someone has to watch over the baby. (laughs) Yeah, really. (laughs) Um, Okay, this sucks, but I feel like we did it, guys. But we did, though. Like... That's there's, all there's, well, okay, I wonder, should we be talking about the stuff that gets discussed in music detention? Okay. I, I don't know. I don't know how, like, important it is. Like, there's a lot of discussion about, like, rap music, right? Yeah. And, like, its place in in the culture and, like, does it belong? Mm-hmm. Does or does it have like the kind of merit that warrants it to belong in the annals of music history with things like Gershwin and yeah. things like whatever I can't think of? Um, and there's like one kid in particular who's like really vocal about like Fifty Cent, yeah. <laughs> like like really loves Fifty Cent for some reason. Hey, you know any Fifty Cent? Actually, I'm not familiar with his music. But I do know something about rap. Are you all fans of rap music? I'm not. Why is that? I'm not, that's all. You really know something about rap or are you just putting this on? I know something about history. And like all forms of music, rap evolved from something else. Have you ever listened to protest music? Hey man, if it's more of that stuff you was playing earlier, I protest. <laughs> <laughs> And never then, be in school. <laughs> I swear. And then it and then it keeps going, right? Because they do this thing like it's like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Like it's like one of those like montage type yeah. fade out, fade in moments, mm-hmm. you know, as they progress throughout the week. And so yeah. you get the sense that like the debate is just continuing as the week yeah. goes on. But this class that that keeps growing, it starts with like four people, and then by the five by Friday, there's literally it's like standing room only yeah, yeah. in that classroom. Everyone sitting in seats and then sitting on the desks. <laughs> yeah. Are we going to listen to any music today, or are we just going to talk? Ruthie needs something to heal her heart. Everyone needs something to heal their heart. 
Music heals. Wait a minute. Is this about that Martin Brewer guy? I don't think Miss Camden wants to share the details of her life with us right now. Oh, come on. The guy had a baby with someone else. Let it go already. Let it go, all right? Just leave me alone. It's a process, okay? And I think a little Gershwin would help. Yeah, always. Sure. <laughs> like, okay, I'm sorry, but like, Gershwin? Like, is Gershwin the gold standard of like that genre of music? Like, the, like you know, like the timeless feel good? Because when I think of that, I think of Cole Porter. Mm. Like, for me, Cole Porter is that is that timeless, like, you can listen to it whenever, there's mm-hmm. a song for every mood, you know? Like, Yeah, true. Like, I don't know. Like, Unforgettable, right? Yeah. That's Cole Porter, mm-hmm. right? Or is it Gershwin? Is it? See, I'm not sure. Is it even? Is it just, like, Nat King Cole? <laughs> God, we're the worst. I don't know. Um, but, like, you know, like, DeLovely and, like, Aww. the one about the birds do it and the bees do it. And, like, Even Begin the Begin. Like, these, these to me, like, anything goes. Like, oh, yeah. my God, come on. Yeah. Like, these are, like, the standards that mean something to me, you know? Not fucking Embraceable You. Like, what the fuck is that song? <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Who do, it, like, whatever. I mean, there was a time where I, this is I, this is all I was listening to for like Gershwin. Well, Gershwin standards like yeah, that. Yeah, mm-hmm. there was a. Good I had a moment like I that too. Stop. I had a moment of that too yeah. in my life, like college time. Yes. Yeah. 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 Same. Which Begin- weird. Why how did that happen? I don't know. And I would go to sleep listening to music Aww. like this. Like I couldn't help it. it was- I would listen on my drives, like to and from school and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Just. Yeah. yeah and hearing rose say don't be a naughty baby <laughs> but you know what it is it's the it's the over enunciation of it like naughty, naughty baby be. like <laughs> barf <laughs> and her stupid mouth and her stupid face and her stupid just roseness Ugh. see yeah we don't like her and there's a reason <laughs> we don't like her <laughs> We don't tolerate Rose. She's really a monster, though. We've said this. Whatever. She is. And, I, and I'm and i feeling a little more vindicated. Like, I don't know if you get the sense, but, like, based on the comments and things we're yeah. getting from our listeners, like, I have a feeling we're going to be vindicated in the end. God, like, I hope so. Um, I do want to read. So we got an email from our good friend, Bruce. Yeah. Um, you just have to, like, vamp for time while I pull it up real quick. All right, guys, so what do you think about Rose? Yeah, I know. I agree, too. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I feel bad for them. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so Bruce wrote to us and says, um, comment about what might happen in the finale got me thinking, remembering that episode. Not to spoil it for you, I'll just say I recall lots of surprises. I think you will really enjoy the episode. That's for the season 10 finale, I okay. presume. And then he says, totally agree with your characterizations, characterizations of Rose. Really the worst. Thanks, Brenda. You got one character right. Not all over the place from episode to episode. Another thought on Rose from this episode is that there is such a difference between her and Sandy. Sandy is so much more likable. <laughs> Yeah. And then he came back. He's like, he's like, P.S. Just got to the end of your podcast. I guess Brenda did mess up and like did that wishy-washy thing she does. Because <laughs> that was the episode where we were like, so do we like her now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it for the Christmas dinner? I think so. Yeah, mm. it was. Um, yeah. So all that good stuff. Um, we Speaking of Bruce, so... I don't know how many episodes ago it was where we shouted out our newest patron. Yeah. And um, we just didn't, we didn't know. Okay. Yeah. We should have known, but we didn't know that patron BLA is in fact Bruce. (laughs) Um, So Bruce, we wanted to give you a proper shout out. Thank you so much for being a patron and for supporting us and for helping keep the lights on. Um, you are one of our true blue heaven heads and, uh, we're appreciative. So anyway, thank you. Um, 
Yeah. Oh, you know what? I don't know. Since we're reading emails, um, our good friend Cheryl wrote to us a while back yeah. as well. This is it's old news at this point, but we never really talked about it on the air. So, um, I God, it's a lot. But um, she was so she, the way everyone keep telling keeps telling Ruthie to date that guy. This episode made me so angry. I know they were trying to make the point that she was being shallow, but so what? She's allowed to have standards. She's allowed to not be attracted to that guy. This is the nice boy that oh, yeah, they were yeah. trying to get her to date instead of Jack. You know yeah. that they that she quote unquote let on or when whatever. She was bumping and grinding at that church social. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then, then she lets random boy down. He gets pissed at her for wanting to just be friends. And that just made me think of all the news stories about high school girls getting shot for saying no to some guy who added, who asked them to prom or something. And like, and Cheryl like obviously goes on, but like, it's a very good point that I don't know that we sort of like got Mm -hmm. touched that nuance. Like, I mean, I know we sort of maybe talked about the double standard, right? Because in the same breath that he tells Ruthie to like handle it, yeah. he then tries to handle Rose for Simon yeah. when when he needs to have her kicked out of his apartment and she won't leave or whatever. Yeah, and and it's true, and it's like it's that it's that dangerous thing of like you know just because the girl says no to you, yeah, it doesn't mean she's led you on or let you down or you know whatever and all that stuff um so anyway so thank you cheryl for writing in and for your insights and thoughts as always but Um, also it says something about their characters right yeah that ruthie can do it well and simon can't yeah i know but but Brenda Hampton has basically written a Simon this season who's yeah. a total fucking cuck. Like not the Simon that we know. No. Like I don't recognize this Simon and I don't like this Simon. Season 10 Simon can go fall off a bridge for all I care. Like I don't care about him. Like I I mean I do in the sense that like I want to see him get out of this hilar- like horrendous relationship and I want to see him get back on track for himself or whatever. Yeah. But it's hard for me to root for him. Like, it's hard for me to keep rooting for him. He's yeah. willfully ignoring the fucking signs in front of his face. Yeah. Like, you know, he's she's like being a monster about wedding plans and she's like, she has the voice of a bird. Okay. So you want this, clearly. Yeah, he does. And I'm done being sympathetic. Yeah. You know, I don't know. If something happens... I don't know. I think it's one of those like we can't have hope anymore for uh, like, is this what's going to break Rose? Is no. this? I like, don't think there's no hope of that. No, I think it's just going to be bad. And I think whatever happens is going to happen. But I don't think it's going to be a satisfying conclusion. Probably for yeah. us, the audience. It's just going to be whatever it is. Yeah. You know, Ugh, great. I know. I know. All of this hatred and all of this like headache we've been dealing with for the whole season all for what in the end yeah why did you do this brenda i don't know why what a weird way to end a series too right again keeping in mind she thought this was the end like what a weird closing note (laughs) yeah to go out on like that simon's gonna be this kind of person and that we're gonna have to deal with this crazy bitch and all this shit's gonna happen and i'm actually kind of interested are we gonna see a wedding like, Ooh. are we going to see a wedding? And then, and then, and then it's going to go bad at the wedding. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Actually, I feel like right? that would be the ultimate set piece for a series finale, mm. like a wedding that doesn't end up happening. He ends up marrying Sandy. Kidding. No, man. I'm pretty sure Martin's going to be with Sandy forever now. What a bummer. <sighs> Ugh. All right, all right, all right. Let's okay, let's rewrite whatever. this ending. Whatever. We, we already know what's happening. We don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. There's still like 10 or no, nine episodes left, I think, in this season. Oh, man. So, and then plus under 22 in the series. So, like, anything is possible, you know? Anything. And really. Um, so, yeah. Blah, blue, blah. Done with this episode. <laughs> um, that's going to do it for us. Oh, we have to rate it. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah, two thumbs down. Yeah, same Z's. Same Z's. It's just bad. Yeah. Bad form. <laughs>
There's yeah. nothing here. There's nothing mm-hmm. here. That, simple the, as that. There's nothing. plot holes galore. This episode itself is just pointless. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't really serve a purpose other than just to show the depths of Ruthie's depression, which we already yeah. knew. So who cares? You know, it's true. Um, yeah. I'm yeah. Two thumbs down, which is like maybe the first one of the season. Mm-hmm. First real two thumbs down. Of I think the season. so. I think so. God, that's a bummer. I think that's a real bummer. Amen. But bravo. It took them what? 14 episodes. To that's get true. There? That's a streak. <laughs> unlike any other. That is a 14 episode streak that has yet to oh exist. God, but bravo! On the show. It only took. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. I know. And I will. I don't want to take that away from them. Oh no! You can take that away <laughs> from me. Um, is that Gershwin? I don't know. No, I don't know. Imagine if it was though. <laughs> okay. Oh, hold up! Before we close this episode, we need to talk about Kevin seducing Lucy. Oh, dude! Oh my God! We keep forgetting. I know. Why do we keep forgetting that they have sex? <laughs> I don't like Kevin's like really into Bro, it. This is the most explicit they've ever been. I'm I, okay. I would like more, but it's not bad. I At mean, least they're starting somewhere towards the end of the show. He's basically like, "Take off your clothes, let's fuck right now." <laughs> yeah, basically, basically that's what he said. Yeah, but okay, I will say there is that really cute shot of him napping, and you see, wait, what's the dog? Savannah. Oh, the dog, Samson, Delilah. Yeah, you see Samson's like paws right behind. I was like, oh, that's the I best know. shot ever. First of all, we've talked about this before, but like Savannah's a legitimate actress. She is. Yeah, this baby is taking cues like yeah. I've never seen a baby take cues I know. before. She, she's impressive. She's amazing. Either that or she's like an empath or something because like she's feeling all the emotions that you're supposed to be yeah. feeling in that in every scene that she's in. It's so cute to yeah. watch. Um. Anyway, that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's all. Um. Basically, these two are gonna have a baby. Like, yeah. That's. That's that's what's happening. Kevin just wants to practice having a baby, making a baby. No, not even practice. Like he flat out is like is like we're on a schedule. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like next thing like I mean they stopped just short of being like, "Oh, it's your moon cycle." Like, you know what I mean? Like like they're basically like they're saying. Yeah. But it's weird though because Lucy keeps using language like, "Let's talk about it." Yeah. And and but then at the same time if they're if they're on a schedule that yeah. means like they're trying like it's it's, yeah. it's a done deal yeah. it's just a matter of time you know what i mean mm-hmm. but then she's like yeah i want to talk about having a, i'm like talk or fuck like yeah. what are we saying here like they're just gonna fuck maybe oh is that you think she was you saying that as a euphemism oh probably not i i don't think i don't think that's lucy okay right It'd be funny, though. It would be really funny. I wish. Oh, God. I wish that for Lucy. Right? That she would be just a little more, like, brazen. Yeah. Like, a touch. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not saying, like, slut it up for us or whatever, but, like, just a touch. Just a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit. I mean, I don't know. I guess she's trying. Like, yeah. when she says things like, okay, I see what you're doing here. I like it. Yeah. Keep the fire going. I'll be back. Like, mm-hmm. like a, she's, she's doing it. Whatever. Yeah. Their, their relationship is weird. Who cares? <laughs> Whatever, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't really understand how Kevin and Lucy work, but they seem to make each other happy. So good for them. It just doesn't seem like that's how most couples communicate. But yeah, yeah that's that's my biggest issue with them is like, they're just they're so oddball (laughs) like they're like they're always seeming to be at odds with each other and it's like it's just you wouldn't be if you were on the same goddamn page i don't know yeah no you're right i just don't understand why their love story is written this way or the romance between them i don't get it whatever all right not our place to speculate although this is the podcast podcast. where we would do it (laughs) so four thumbs down four thumbs down um that's gonna do it for us on this one folks yeah. i mean sorry it's kind of a turdy episode it's just yeah. is what it is um hopefully the next one will be better mm-hmm. um until next time bye bye